happen. Welcome back to another episode of their podcast with Labs. And if this is your first time here, my name is Labs and this is my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, what's good? How are you? And thank you for returning. Uh, so it's been like, uh, it's been like two months or three months since I was on here because I had school, I had a lot of school work to deal with. Uh, I had projects to submit. I remember the last time I was here, I was ranting on how um, how I was tired of my online classes and my assignments and projects. I guess that's what I wanted about the last time I was here. But um, since then, I've been up to a lot of things. First, I um, got my podcast on different listening platforms. So now my podcast is available on Audio Mac and it's also available on Podroom. Yes, I got my podcast on Podroom and Audio Mac. And also, during my time away, Spotify became available in Nigeria. So you can listen to my podcast on Spotify if you are in Nigeria. And please, yeah, don't forget, if you are listening to my podcast on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give me five star. No, I'm not saying she give me five star rating, but sure, if you want to, I'm not forcing. Yeah, if you want to give me five star rating, okay. If you don't want to give me five star rating, shall give me five star rating and um drop a review or a comment on Apple Podcasts. And whichever platform you're listening to my podcast on, share, share help me share it. Yeah, that is the first stuff I was up to. I've been putting my podcast on different um different platforms. What was the next thing? Oh yes, I changed my hair color. I changed my hair color and I made my <laughs> I made my hair and I changed my hair color. So if I do not really know myself, I would say that well yeah I'm going through a midlife crisis because I do not understand. I cut my hair because outside of making my hair and now I'm growing my hair because I don't even know why but sure I changed my hair color I made my hair I visited Ikorodu for the first time in my whole life I visited Ikorodu uh, what else did I do I was up to love stuff yeah and then I went to school for my exam I got back last week I got back last week Saturday and I was supposed to record this episode earlier earlier this week but I, really, I don't know what my problem is but I'm just putting this out there if you set your mind to do something and you do it immediately oh, I'm proud of you I don't know, I'm really proud of you because in school I already planned to record this episode in school and I didn't record in school so I was like, okay if I go back home on Saturday I would record on Sunday and on Sunday, I didn't record. I don't even know. I don't even want to go into details on why I didn't record since because it's annoying me. As I am like this now, I'm very angry. I'm mad at myself because I recorded this episode earlier today, but I didn't like how it turned out. So I'm re recording it again. And I just realized that um, I do not even have a plan for this podcast when I'm in school. Like, if school resumes, next month i do not have a plan for this podcast because i already checked it i don't really think i can record in school because of the noise even at midnight i still can't record because of the noise so it's either i record at home i pre-record the episodes 
I don't even know how I was going to do it. I feel when I get there, I'm going to sort it out. Okay, so today, I'm talking about parenting. Talking about parenting in Nigeria. I understand parenting in the world, but I do not think parenting in Nigeria and parenting in the world is the same thing. I don't know how parenting works in other places. I only know how it works here. And parenting in Nigeria is, is a lot. It's a lot to it's a lot to take in. Yeah, and I wanted to make this episode since. Since like lateral. Since 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 when I saw when I heard that um, this young girl committed suicide. I think the girl is even in my school. She was in my school. Yeah. Yeah, my friend told me about the story, but I didn't really get it. So like I saw it. I saw the screenshot of the message she sent her mom before she committed suicide and that made me really angry, made me very very angry and I'm very happy I didn't record this episode then because I would have said a lot of things that I wouldn't be able to take back right so thank god I'm, I'm recording it now because my head is cool I don't think I'm as angry as I was before so I'm calmer now and I would talk reasonably and I would not have to use curse words yeah, so um, first of all, I think parenting, the parenting style over the years, I don't know about the years, over generations, it's been the same parenting style. I just feel like this style just get updated. It gets updated once in a while. I'll be every year ago. I think the style gets updated every year or every generation, but the style is still the same. It's still the same style. And I don't think this style exists in Nigeria because the four parenting styles number one is um authoritarian number two is indulgent number three is neglect uh, is it neglectful yes neglectful and number four is authoritative but I don't think these four parenting styles exist in Nigeria. I know authoritarian exists like yeah the strict parents I think 70% of Nigerian parents are authoritarians. Then the neglectful parents, yes, I think he exists in Nigeria. But the authoritative and um, indulgent, it's it's not they're not plenty. They are not as much as um, the authoritarian parents. Why? Because my I feel Nigerian parents do not know how to communicate. Whether with their children, with their selves, they don't know, they don't understand communication. For them, communication is one way. Yes, communication for Nigerian parents is one way. They are the ones telling you, they are the ones bombarding you with information, rules, regulations, conspiracy theories, plenty, plenty things. And all you have to do is just, yes, sir, yes, ma, okay, sir, okay, ma. That's basically how they do their thing. They don't listen, they don't communicate. Nigerian parents do not listen. Because I feel a lot of, um, Domestic harassment and molestation and assault is because these parents do not listen when their children tell them that um I don't like this uncle, I don't like this auntie, I don't like what this person is doing. Especially if the person the child is complaining about is a religious leader. They will never listen. They will never ever ever listen. Because this girl, yeah, she was telling me that um when she was younger, her family friend came to their house to for a while because he had accommodation issues and he was a pastor and he's a pastor and she was like tell the mommy that she does not like this man 
And the woman was like, is this how you will behave when you get married? And as a girl, you should be accommodating. This one, this one, that one, that one. The girl kept quiet. And later, the girl kept telling her mom that this man is weird. Like, the way he acts when you're at home is not the way he acts when you're not at home. The girl's mommy didn't listen. And it turns out that somehow, somehow, he left the girl's house and he went to another, um, another person's place. And then he got busted there for trying to. I mean, he harassed the person's child. Right? That was when the girl's mother was not like, oh, she can't believe it. He's not a pastor. Can he come? Okay. I don't know. I don't know why Nigerian parents are like that, but they do not listen. And I want Nigerian parents to understand that a child cannot lie. If children don't cap, they don't lie. Why are they lying? They don't, they don't even have a reason to lie. If a child tells you that, uh, mommy, I don't like this uncle, daddy, I don't like this auntie, listen, then observe what the child has said. I mean, you're the adult here, yeah? The child has told you what they've observed. Right? So all you have to do is listen and assure this child that nothing is going to happen to you. Then you observe what the child has said if you are in doubt. But then shutting the child up, I feel it messes with children. It really messes with children when your own parents don't even listen to you. So you're like, what's the point? Nobody's going to listen to me. You are out, people are contributing. You're like, there is no point talking because no one is going to listen to me. A lot of parents they think they are training their children, but really, they are just breaking that child. They are demoralizing the child. They, I don't even know the English to use. They are messing that child up. They are messing the child up. And that child is going to go with that messed up self outside. And the child cannot relate to people. The child cannot do anything because the child is messed up. Tickets. I don't know if they know this. I don't know if they're ignorant to these facts or they feel, I don't even know what they feel. I don't know what is going through their head, but they do not listen. They do not communicate. They don't do it. All they do is chike, che this one, che that one. They're going to do this. This is your uncle. They're going to do this. They don't let you counter that. Okay, mommy, oh, this is my uncle. Well, can I do this and not do this? No. They don't communicate. I even remember when I went to the village one time and this woman was telling my mom that with the way she's close to my siblings and I and the way she's shining it with us that one day now we'll start insulting her and I was, I was looking at this woman that what? I want to know, I need to really understand your thought process how, what were you doing? how did you initiate this? like how did, how did you come? how I I was so dumb as in, I don't like, like dumb, I was speechless like how? How did you get this idea? Where did you where did it come from? Why and when she said it, actually don't tell me that this is why most parents don't fuck with their kids because they don't want the child to see them finish. How? So they, they would rather have their child be scared of them than have a healthy relationship with their children. I mean, does it make sense? Does it make sense to you? These people don't understand that at each stage of your child's development, whether the child is an infant, an adolescent, a teenager, or even an adult, 
you really have to be close to your child at every developmental milestone they attain because i feel if you miss out on any developmental milestone of your child you will not get that moment back not only will you not get that moment back you will lose you may end up losing that child like you will be living with a stranger and you don't even know who you're living with do you get there is nothing wrong with having fun with your kid there is nothing wrong with laughing gisting with your children because i feel like if you gist with your child these children they are really innocent adolescents they are really innocent teenagers they are almost innocent yeah they might just feel something and they'll be like oh i used to feel a lot of stuff when i'm using my mother and i'm like oh if you do not have a healthy relationship with your child how you go no waiting the stop for your child's life it's like in a house where you guys have no um interpersonal relationship it's like strangers living in a house it does not make sense i don't know why some people flex on the fact that my child is scared of me can it, it does not make sense so it does not really make sense and then an angel parent say see since i've known my mother since i was born till today that i i am here recording these voice notes my mother had never in this life in my dream in this life in all my life said sex i don't know she has never said it she would rather say sleep with yeah i don't know why nigerian parents don't talk about sex they don't talk about puberty all they tell you is that once you've attained puberty that ah if you let a boy touch you that's your own rule. you're going to get pregnant why even as little children you don't tell your child that okay this is a penis this is a vagina you don't tell them why how in you i don't know why in your head you think that telling a child that this is a penis and this is a vagina will make them bad children i mean this is a, these are their body parts even till now people still cannot say penis and that like, what what is there i mean what is what is there you hear somebody say a parent say go and talk to your pee pee go and this on your mom please please i feel from an early age you should tell your child that this is your penis this is your vagina do not let anybody touch it because most of these kids they get harassed especially those little children they get harassed and they don't even talk because they don't even know that what they are doing to them is wrong I don't know if that makes sense. Talk about sex. Talking about sex does not mean that your child will go and indulge in such activity. What I feel in my head, what I feel in my head is that if parents talk about sex, if they tell you that, uh, okay, if you have a sexual relationship with a boy, you are going to get pregnant. But you if you use a condom you are not going to get pregnant i feel if you tell your child this honestly i don't think any child would still want to 
go and see what that sex looks like. Because I feel children indulge in such activity out of curiosity. If you tell them pop plinger, this is it, so this is how you came into this world. Mel and Daddy, we had sex to give birth to you, but it can be averted if either of us uses the protection. I don't think any child would want to go into sexual whatever. Because they already know. I feel they feel the child will feel like the parents trust them to a certain level to tell them about this. So now you the parent, you are giving your child the option that okay, see, so this is how to get pregnant and this is how to prevent it. The option is there. Do whichever you wish. I doubt if a child would indulge in sexual activity if you tell them that this is how it's done and this is how it's happening. I doubt, I really doubt if a child would get into um, any sexual activity because most of them get into it because of curiosity Two, because of peer pressure. So if I tell my child now that this is how um, a child is formed, this is how you can prevent it, yeah? If that has sunk into my child's head, I don't think there is an amount of peer pressure that will make my child lose his or her way because the child already knows that this is how it's done though. and if you do not want to get pregnant, you can use protection. I don't think there is any pressure from any peer in this world that is going to make that child lose his or her way. But no, they will not tell you. They would rather you hear it from pastor in the church or you hear it from your counselor or worse, you hear it from your friends that also have no experience. They probably heard it from someone else. And then you see this children, they want to experiment and see what is there. Out of curiosity, you have a high number of teenage pregnancy and then you start seeing and disappointed in you, kiniko kiniko, when you should have just educated this child in the beginning. Even with puberty, yeah? Okay, girls have an advantage because their parents and their mothers will try to give them basic puberty stuff, puberty talk. I don't think that boys get a lot of puberty talk. I asked some of my, some of the guys I know, and some of them were like, they didn't get any puberty talk. They figured it out themselves. And some were like, oh, okay, their parents kind of like told them the basics. Do you get? So I feel you should teach your children that, okay, well, once you get to a certain age, your body is going to start changing. And you should also tell them that it is very okay for you to have your puberty early. And it's also okay to have your puberty late. I mean, it's not okay, but it's normal. It's not. It's not a bad thing. If you have a puberty early, or if you have it late, because growing up, it was not easy for me. Going to the village at ten ish, and then all these women would start shouting at me that why I don't understand. I I still cannot get it till now. Why those women would shout at me for growing breasts, and I'm looking at them that. Okay, this breast is fitting me, yes, but am I the one that I did not give it to myself? And then they'll tell my mom that uh, my mom did not suck away the suck away the baby fat in my chest. That's why I'm growing breast at 10. I felt weird. I felt really weird. I felt weird in secondary school. From my GSS 1 to my GSS 3, I felt really weird because my classmates were not looking like me. None of them had boobs in GSS 1. 
like I even had breast, breast, breast. Just like this peanut, tiny peanut breast. And this remember all my pee. And I'm thinking, why are you even saying all this in my presence? Why don't you just tell me go? And then talk with my mom. It's a shout out that that one. I don't really care. It's not really my business. But why are you why are you telling me? And then parents, Nigerian parents are very, very they're very extreme with their words. They're very, very extreme with their words. Ah Nigerian parents are extreme with their words. Very extreme. If your child does something wrong, not even with their words, they're extreme with everything. If your child does something wrong, I feel you should talk to that child that okay, this thing you did, yeah, it's not right. I'm not happy with you that you did this. It's not every time you'll be flogging somebody. It's not every time you'll be shouting. If there was an award for flogging and shouting, my mother is going to be the founder. <laughs> my mother is going to be the founder of that award because now she's going to share the award. Because I remember growing up, I was not even a rebellious child. I was just a normal child. If you say I don't do this, I won't do it. But maybe out of curiosity, I'll just check what is there. But really, I was a very good child growing up. But my mother flogged me a whole lot. Ah, oh, Jesus. My mother flogged me a whole lot. And I feel that flogging brings stubbornness. It brings this stubbornness. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, mom is actually not listening. I'm going to do it. What will she do? She needs to flog me. Okay. You only flog me, Abby. I'll still do it. But my dad was not heavy on flogging. My dad, I can count how many my dad flogging. My dad was not heavy on flogging. My dad's own is that he's going to call you and then he'll start giving you all this aspire to perspire. I prefer that aspire to flogging. Even though that sometimes that aspire hits really hard. Like if I did something bad and my dad cautions me with talking and talking and talking, I will not do it again. Because he made me see that this indeed is not right. But my mother, ha, Jesus. <laughs> My mother will flog. She's going ah, oh my god. She's going to flog insanity out of everybody. It got to a point I was like, okay, I'm not going to get mad. Just show me my real mother. Cause which mother will flog her child like this? And why? You get Nigerian parents are extreme. And sometimes you see mothers that will flog their children that would vomit a lot of negativity on this child and all these things. Whether you mean them or you don't mean them. Yeah? The child would not know whether you mean them or not. You tell your child you are stupid, you are mad, you are this. When you are done and this child has left, over the years, that's whatever you said to that child would keep replaying in that child's head. And that messes up these children. And then you see a lot of adults, they are messed up, they are broken. It's because of their parents. I really don't know how and why Nigerian parents would think that because their parents used this method for them growing up so that method will suit their own children times are evolving same way parenting styles I mean they're, they're updating it every time you just go and check that oh yeah what's the new updates you don't expect what works for you to work for your child it doesn't really work that way and Nigerian parents are see, I don't know if there is any sympathy in them or empathy they don't know what that is if you come back home with a bad result 
It doesn't have to sympathize. Uh, oh, okay, problem, my dear. How do we? Um, how do you get better? Okay, or the child to like put yourself in your situation. You know, empathy now. They will not. Next thing you tell you is, in case she that did this, does she have to head? Can you call that did this? Does she have to head? That comparison thing here. Yeah. I just used to laugh in my head when parents do that because you really don't want to go down that road. If I had guts when I was younger, when my mom or my dad told me that, does this person have to head? If I had guts. Um, but we really don't want to go down that road. You want to compare me with my classmates. If I should compare you with somebody now, you start crying. So let's not go down that road. But they don't listen. And I'm really happy that parents, like parents in this generation, they are better. Or they are way better than parents in our, like our generation. Welcome, Gen Z's. I messed up. Welcome, Gen Z parents. I messed up. My mom has, yeah, my mom's children, they're all Gen Z's and I'm really happy that, you know, sometimes when I look at my mom, yeah, I'm like, okay, I can forgive most of the mistakes she made with me and you made with my brother, but I do not expect that you make that same mistake with my sister. Because why? Nobody should complain that my sister did, my sister did. I'm like, what? She not even be using this hand because you will just end up losing this child. And if you lose this child, she's a teenager. If you lose her, it'll be hard for you to get her. Because you whatever method you think worked for me and worked for my brother, doesn't it didn't even work for us. You imposed it on us. And we didn't have much of a say. So we swallowed it. But with my sister, things are evolving. Peer pressure is there. You cannot use that same method on her. It will not work. And if you keep if you try to force it, you are going to lose that child. I don't really know if parents understand this thing. You will lose your child for life. It may be really hard to get that child back because a lot of children are disconnected from their parents. I don't know why a Nigerian parent would be looking at a teenager and thinking that the teenager is innocent. The teenager may not have done any sexual stuff, but they are surely not innocent. Do you understand? Let your children breathe. Don't be holding them and be saying, do you know my baby? My baby can you? My baby, I'm not okay. Oh, please. I think I should do better. And then I remember when, oh yes, I remember when my friend told me that Google is more of a parent to some people than their actual parents. And there is no lie on that. Because their parents, I don't, they don't process information. Most of them do not process. Once they hear it, bam, action. They don't want to process, they don't want to take it in and think that okay, 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 this child is just, this person just being a child or maybe it's pressure from here. They don't want to analyze it. Fire. Action. If it's wire, if it's this one, you just want to explode. Really, that tough kini, you need to be calming down with your children. If not, you will lose your child and when you realize that you've lost this child it'll be too late especially those um authoritarian parents they will be doing like what i, I don't know if you want to be the military regime where yeah, you would like to apply for what they call that thing the uh, short service i mean military so where yeah, you would like to apply i don't know why you're using violence on the child you prayed to god to give you 
you were on your own, you decided to get married. You got married. But you and your partner, Larry, were married. We pray to God to give you a child. God has given you the child. You still will not let that. What is it? I feel the same way um, couples go for couples class in church or wherever they do it. There should also be parenting because some parents don't understand what they are doing. They don't know what they are doing. They don't have an idea of what they are doing. They just inherit the parenting style the parents used on them. They carry it over to their children. And then most of them will lose their children now. They will start calling, they will start looking for who to blame. Nigerian parents do not ever take blame for their own stuff. They will always find somebody to blame. If it's not the church, it's the school. If it's not the school, it's just somebody they will try look for someone to blame for their own mess up. And it's not nice. It's really not nice. So, I just hope that our parents get better because I really hope they get better. I really, really hope they get better because some of them are messed up. Let's not lie, some of them are messed up. Well, I think I'm just going to end here for today. I'm probably um come back next time for something else and also don't forget if you've listened to me to this point thank you subscribe to my Apple subscribe sorry subscribe like my like my um what they call it like what like my podcast on Spotify Give me five star rating on Apple Music. Like my podcast on AudioMac. And don't forget to follow my Instagram page at their podcast with labs. And um see y'all when next I see you. Okay. And again, please don't forget to down and what's my problem? Don't forget to Give me five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. I'm begging now so that it's not be as safe. Ah, I'm forcing you to give me five star ratings. But please give me five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. Okay? Bye.